All right. Take it from the top, Melissa. Welcome to episode 29 of the Whatnots Review Show. This is a show where every week we pick a piece of media and we book club discuss it. But it's not really a book. It's a movie, a TV show, a comic, an anime, a manga, a scripted audio podcast. All kinds of media. We watch it, read it, listen to it, absorb it. It becomes part of our bloodstreams and part of our, our <laughs> bodies. It fuels us. And we get through the week and then we come back here and we talk about it with each other. I am your co-host, Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by the intrepid Kyle Springer. Yeah, I, I, I learned what the word intrepid was. We had a small snafu <laughs> before this where we tried to start it and things weren't working out. Um, and you educated me on the word intre in intrepid. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what that is, but I'll take it. <laughs> I think you're intrepid. You're a real pioneer. You're always trying new things. You've got like a different, a slightly different technical setup. Like every time I talk to you, <laughs> yes. So we we changed the design of how our Twitch streams look mm -hmm. and how the YouTube videos look. Unfortunately, we're not live streaming this right now. That was kind of the hiccup that we had. That something with our stream wasn't working. Uh, so we took the stream down. But this will be up on YouTube as always a week after. This or I, yeah, just this this next week. But it's a it, it's a new design thing. Uh, our our cameras are yes. bigger on the the screen, and I think that'll help a lot. Mm -hmm. Instead of us just being like crammed in the corners. Yes, you get to see more <laughs> of our lovely faces. More of our our beautiful mm -hmm. faces. <laughs> Kyle, what have you been up to this week besides fiddling around with these computer settings? Uh, this week has been good. Um, we're, we're going to be talking about an audio d d drama mm -hmm. this, this, this week. Um, and that's kind of what I do all, all week is just listen to podcasts yeah. and stuff. So on one hand, it was like, I didn't do anything <laughs> different. It just, I, I just did my normal thing. But, uh, more on that in a little bit. You just got back from Chicago. Yes. Because it was your birthday this past, just, just like two days ago from when we're recording this, mm -hmm. but I guess like a week ago from when this will be out. Yep. A week and a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not so much of a princess that I went to Chicago on a vacation specifically because it was my birthday. My dad was going to a conference that just happened to be the same weekend, and he's like, well, why don't I just invite you to tag along and you get like a fun <laughs> birthday weekend up Do in the city in chicago yeah, yeah and also like help keep your mom company while i'm in workshops all day so okay i just got to wander around the city with my mom and we went to the aquarium and we went shopping and nice. gawked at a bunch of skyscrapers in lake michigan that's awesome mm -hmm. i've been to chicago once it was for like a weekend mm -hmm. thing uh, and I went to the, the, it was a comic book store up there. I think it's called Graham Crackers. Yes, that sounds uh, like a thing. I've I've been there, uh, and I saw on Instagram you went to Portillo's. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the only reason why I know that name is because Greg Miller, uh, who is a part of k k kind of funny, he's one of mm -hmm. the founders. Uh, he not only really, really loves that restaurant, I think his picture is up Whoa. in that restaurant somewhere. 
Uh, and he also has a wiener d- 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 dog also named Portillo's. So, uh, or named Portillo. <gasps> so. That's such a good wiener dog name. I, That's perfect. Yeah. Ex- exactly, because they, they, they do hot dogs there. Yeah, right? hot dogs Isn't and Italian their, like, beef and. Their thing? That's fantastic. Good stuff. So, what are we talking about? This week. This week, I I didn't offer you the regular three pitches. This time, I was kind of a princess, and I'm like, well, what if I just told Kyle like <laughs> well, an it's assignment? It's my birthday, <laughs> so I get what I want. <laughs> I just sort of. That's exactly what she, she said. She said, "Fuck you, <laughs> Kyle. I'm taking control of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel is mine." I I thought that since because of my vacation, we were recording a day later, and we'd have some extra time. And I'd be on the road for like 10 hours. I'm like, this is the perfect opportunity to do this audio drama podcast I've been yes. wanting to talk about. That's just a, a tiny bit longer than like your average season block of an audio drama. So I'm like, this is perfect. I'm seizing this opportunity. I'm claiming this for King Falls AM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So King Falls AM uh is what we are talking about this week i'm excited i've i've known about this podcast for a while mm-hmm. this was um back when my friend paul and i was first started the whatnots uh we like i the, the first thing we c- covered was the black tapes yes. p- p- podcast and that kind of introduced me to audio dramas, and so I just started looking for more of them. And this was one of the ones I found, but just never actually got around to listening to. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've been following them on, on on Twitter for a long, long time. I've I've known kind of what their aesthetic is and what the show <laughs> kind of is. Yeah. Um, just from being around it, but had never gotten to it. So I'm glad this is the one that you wanted to to pick. Yes. We're like, we're making it law. This is what we're (laughs) doing. Yeah, this has been Um, one of my favorites for a couple years. It might be, like, my favorite audio drama currently still in production. Like, it's on a hiatus, (laughs) like, currently, currently, but, like, it's not over the way, like, Wolf 359 is over. Pretty active on Twitter, though. So that's good. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So I've I've known about them. Let's let's start uh, doing a synopsis yes. for people who might not know what this show mm-hmm. is. Uh, and that way we can start t- talking about our general thoughts and stuff before we do spoilers. Yes. King Falls is a little town in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. And it has this AM radio station that runs from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. on the AM dial. And episode one of this podcast, every episode is a radio broadcast. And episode one is the first show with the new host, Sammy Stevens. And he gets on there, and the first thing he does is he invites his producer, who's not really supposed to speak. He's like, Ben, Ben, get on here and talk about this stuff with me. He's new to town. He's really excited. And he starts learning that this town's got a lot of weird stuff in it. Like... There's a local mom. Quirky characters. Yeah. The whole, it, it's, it reminds me a lot of Welcome to Night Vale. Yes, it's a very Night Vale, especially in like kind of the way it's formatted, like these twice monthly episodes that are just a radio broadcast and it's this mix of like spooky stuff and like weird bits and like it's funny and it's dramatic and there's ongoing mythology and there's all these townspeople that pop in and out. 
And yeah, yeah, it's a, a really fun show. It's a little bit more on the sitcom side than a Night Vale is. Yeah, Night Vale is more cryptic and vague. Yeah. And a lot more of like, is this existential <laughs> dread or is this aliens? Yes. Or is there a difference? You know, <laughs> uh, whereas this it is uh, it's a lot lighthearted, a lot more lighthearted, mm-hmm. a lot more bite sized I feel yes. like. And there, yeah, like you mentioned, there is actually this c- c- kind of ongoing lower they kind of build up this. It's it's not like a, a, a singular story arc, yeah. but there is just, a, you get to check in with people, and two episodes ago, they were doing this one thing, so you now get an update on mm-hmm. that, and, you know, so. It's good, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, the main uh, kind of through line for this first year of the podcast is that in episode one, a local man was abducted by aliens, and a lot of the season is about trying to figure out where he went and how he's going to get back and just how the town is affected by that and affected by yeah. a lot of the other or weird if it's actually on. true yeah so it's it's yeah it's it's um it's for me kind of being around the show uh i think it was exactly what i expected <laughs> that's good and i think that's good i, I yeah yeah, I, I don't mean that in like a, well, it's just, it it met expectations, <laughs> that, that was it. No, mm-hmm. like I, I I mentioned before that King Falls AM is on Twitter, and I think you can just look them up as that, and it's yeah. the first one that pops up. Um, But I think even just from like the way they interact on Twitter and with their listeners and stuff like that, it really is... Like, what I see on Twitter is what I got in the show, and I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, just all the, the, art, the artwork that's involved, the fan art, artwork, and just, I think, yeah, I think, like, the l- 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 listeners of the, of the actual show uh, take the show a long ways and make it a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I think this is a really nice segue into doing our little bit of uh, top of the show housekeeping and talk about our social media where you can find us. Yes. Uh, So we've mentioned Twitch before. And again, we mentioned that we're not live streaming this. I I, I just want to mention that once more. Uh, We normally live live stream these on Twitch. Twitch at twitch.tv slash the whatnots or on our website uh the whatnots.com slash live streams. Uh but yeah, we had a little bit of technical difficulties this time. So maybe next week we'll be back live. Hopefully everything will be figured out by then. I, I don't even know what there is to figure out. <laughs> maybe I just put the things in the wrong order i know obs and skype and all that stuff is a little finicky so who knows we'll figure it out (laughs) but can continue yes yeah our regular uh live stream time slot is sundays at 11 a.m central 12 noon eastern i always say it slow because i'm trying to put together the time figure it out in my head (laughs) like this is correct right and get the coasts mixed up again Hashtag Midwest problems. 
So that's our normal time slot where you can find us. And you can very easily just go to the whatnots.com slash live streams, correct? Correct. Yes. Kyle's got it all set up for you there. You can just go to the webpage and our Twitch is embedded. And there you can watch us and you can join the conversation. Have you listened to this? Well, this one isn't live, so, but maybe the thing... Let us know in the YouTube yeah. comments instead. Yeah, yeah, leave us a YouTube comment, like, tweet out at us. We are the Whatnots again, right, Kyle? The Whatnots on Twitter uh, and on YouTube. You can find us by searching the Whatnots podcast. Uh, I think we're currently at, like, 25 subscribers. Once we get to 100, yes. then we can actually have a like a URL yeah. on YouTube. Right now, it's just a long string of alphanumerics that no one has the time to figure mm -hmm. out. So you can just search the Whatnots podcast, and we will pop up right there. Yes, we'd love to hear from you on our Twitter, on our YouTube, on our Twitch. We have a Patreon where for as little as a dollar a month, you can donate to us and you can get stuff early. You know, you don't have to wait. Give us your hard-earned money. Yes, yes. You don't have to wait the week for it to get uploaded as a podcast or onto the YouTube feed. It's yours. Not on demand, but but close enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we did have an episode of the Captain's Log this past week. We I recorded it, like, yesterday yeah. as of recording this. It was me and Jess Beaver. Uh, she came back on the show uh, after being gone for a couple weeks because she got a new job, yes. so she was getting used to her her new schedule. Very excited stuff for there. her. So it was good to good to have her there. Mm -hmm. So be on the lookout for that as well. The Captain's Log. Yes, you can find that on iTunes as well. So, yep, that's our little uh, talking podcast, I guess, where we just hang out as ourselves. And if you listen to this episode yeah. and you want more. Spooky Towns, you and I did an episode recently where I told you all about a mysterious local Missouri neighborhood. They're mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> mysterious, <laughs> potentially sultry. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Hi. Um, yeah. So let's, let's start getting into a little bit of spoiler yeah. territory. We've kind of said our general thoughts slash synopsis of what it is. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen, I guess I can not seen the <laughs> show, but if you haven't listened to King Falls AM, go check it out. We are going to be covering the first 25 episodes of the show. Uh, most of them are around 15 minutes long on average. Yeah, 15, um, 20, getting up to 25. Yeah. Um, so go go check it out. Uh, and then come back and listen to the rest of this once you've done that. Melissa, mm -hmm. where do you want to start with this show? Oh, boy. Or do, do you have questions for me? Because uh, apparently you've been a fan of this show for a couple years yeah. now. So you, you must know more than I do. <laughs> of, you, you must be caught up. Yes. And in fact, today, after I finished re-listening to the first year, I did a little experiment, and then I re-listened to their most recent episode, which is like the third year anniversary. And just to okay. hear the difference between the two and like how much the show has grown was astounding. Interesting. So I'm curious, like you said, you kind of had a vibe for what the show was going to be going into it, just learning from all the, the social media that you've seen from yeah. this podcast. What about it 
surprised you? Like, were you picturing more of a sitcom and ended up being more dramatic? Were you picturing more of a, a drama and it ended up being funnier? Um, it did end up being funnier than I expected. I wasn't expecting it to be, I like, I, I knew there were some j- 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 jokes and stuff in there, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was mm-hmm. and, like, as centered on comedy. <laughs> Yeah, as it, it 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 was, I I guess just like my my frame of reference is Night Vale mm-hmm. for that like late night radio talk show. Weird things are happening in the yeah. town. We're here to give you updates. So I I was kind of expecting more mysterious, more cryptic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I I I think you put it nicely when you said it is more of a sitcom mm-hmm. kind of kind of show um but yeah i mean that that i i think is what really surprised me yeah so one of the reasons i don't know like <laughs> i i one more thing I, yeah. I i i guess my other frame of reference to like radio talk shows isn't an audio drama at all but the howard stern show oh okay which i i i don't i'm not actually a fan of howard stern or i haven't really listened to much of his stuff but i know he like i i guess he's still relevant i don't know if he is or not i don't know um i i just remember when i was younger Mm. like it being on super late at night being something I probably shouldn't have been watching at <laughs> such a young age, uh, where every episode they had some, like, really attractive woman, probably with her shirt off, or using some kind of sex toy or something. So I was like, what in the world? <laughs> this is, this should not be on TV. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I, like, th- those are my two, like, frame of references. Um, and I think this falls like a good, like in between of that. It's not as extreme as the Howard Stern Mm -hmm. show where they are there to stir the pot and say something controversial or do something that no one else would do. Right. Um, but it's not this kind of like existential vagueness that uh night veil is and this falls directly in this center and i really liked that yes i think one thing the show might actually be drawing inspiration from and i don't know this for sure is that there used to be this radio show hosted by this guy named art bell it might have just been called coast to coast with art bell or i'm thinking space ghost coast to coast (laughs) i think it was coast to coast and it was a call-in talk show about weird things. Like, this was the show where if you thought you saw Bigfoot, you would stay up late and then you'd call Art Bell and say, Art Bell, I think I saw Bigfoot. Here's my story. And then somebody else would call in and say, I live in the same neighborhood and I don't think it was a Bigfoot. I think it might have been a Mothman. just old down the street. Yeah. Okay. The show was something like that, and now that you bring up, like, a real-world kind of radio equivalent, I'm like, oh, yeah, Art Bell, that might have been one of the things they had in mind when they were making this. Um, I'm going to have to go look up that show mm-hmm. and see if it's on YouTube or something. Yeah. Uh, that's really interesting. 
Yeah. So I, I, I guess I want to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to know spoilers, but <laughs> I, I get, I, I guess we can only do the spoilers of the first twenty-five episodes. If you want My, spoilers, you personally, Kyle, I can tell you after we stop recording because this show the, goes the, places. The one thing I do, I, the one thing I do want to ask is, you were surprised at how much the show has grown yes. since then. So I, I, I guess really quickly if i can ask like up to date now um if 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 you're if you're catching up with this show and you get all caught up what like what about it has changed is it the production value is it like are there like new regular characters there are is the acting better Um. not that the acting is bad (laughs) but you know just like what about it has improved or the grown the stakes have gotten a lot higher and i think the emotional relationships between the characters have gotten a lot more mature like the romance between ben and emily is a lot more intense like the friendship between ben and sammy is a lot more intense and the animosity between them and certain you know towns members like greg frickert who's that annoying guy who's, like, trying to court Emily in season one, he's, like, almost a big bad of, like, year three. Awesome. See, that, knowing that as, as, as well makes me a lot more interested mm-hmm. in the show because I think, I think a show like this can e- easily fall into the trap of, well, it's just... You know, there is no real overarching story mm-hmm. that's just going to be kind of like Scooby-Doo <laughs> where each week it's a brand new mystery. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I really like that they're, like, it, it, it is not one, like, I mean, I, I guess it is like a central story, but it's mm-hmm. not like a story with an end game, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think having th- those relationships mature and these recurring characters having their roles grow that much more as the story continues really makes me not write this show off as just this oh i can put this on in the background and that's that you know yeah and like the show is it becomes more of a drama but i think it's still close to like a 50 50 split or maybe like a 60 40 split leaning towards the drama where it is right now like you know how wolf 359 started off very sitcom-y and then it got like so tense a lot more dramatic really tense just with a couple like snarky side comments thrown in close to the end this is lighter than that but still heavier than what you are listening to now in year one and like one of my favorite minor recurring characters is archie simmons the the dog breeder (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i think it's because yeah, you know, he starts doing this thing i don't even know if this starts in year one it might be later where he can't he doesn't want to pay for a commercial on the radio station so probably later i don't remember yeah, that he doesn't want to pay for a commercial so instead when he calls in he like holds a tape recorder up to the phone and like plays his own homemade like jingle <laughs> through the okay. phone and so <laughs> every time archie calls in it's preceded by this archie's palm tree palace like jingle for his dog <laughs> breeding business selling half pomeranians half chihuahuas <laughs> but so what yeah ahead. yeah so he's 
a real comedic character through the first year. Okay. And he's still overall a real comedic character. And he's a town gossip. And there's one episode where he has to tell you about a disappearance of somebody in the woods. And it's instead of being the town gossip, he almost becomes this, like, ghost storyteller. And you get to see that, like, really goofy character be, like, a lot more serious and a lot more, like, haunted. Like, and he went up into the mountains and, like, then nobody saw him again. And, like, just a lot more like that. And he mm-hmm. got all of these extra layers of depth to them while he's still basically in the role of weird town gossip. Like, their main, the main characters of the show grow so much. But the little side characters also, like, when the time is right, they get these little things added they get their on. Own yeah. Small story. They get arc. to, like, kind of grow. Or even if they don't have, like, like a I'm... full plot, like, you get to see them show more emotions than they have before. I'm I'm kind of waiting for different story. Like, there's multiple different mm-hmm. plot threads, some that are mentioned and some that aren't. Like, I think my favorite plot th- thread is something that they didn't even really mention. You just kind of notice yeah. it happening. And that's the, the Italian guy yes! who's, like, slowly <laughs> taking over the other businesses. And they're like, wait, he runs the bookshop now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then you, you hear the, the, the new bookshop ad, advertisement, and it's, it, it's, 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 it's him. And, yeah, like, you have this, like, it, Italian mafia mm-hmm. story going on in the back background. But they they only mention it in like a few side yeah. comments. I'm just like, wait, what happened to the other guy? <laughs> well, you know. Uh, yeah. And so like I'm I'm waiting for like that to like get it its shine. Yeah. And, and, There's more. You of know, that. when is stuff like that? So I'm I'm excited to see where it goes after these these 25 uh, episodes. I think that's. Let me ask you this mm-hmm. though. Having gone back, what do you wish that they did differently? <sighs> I, I, so I, I, I know we can kind of only critique, review, mm-hmm. discuss yeah. what we got, or I, I guess what we listened to, to in my c- case. Because uh, what's done is done. But if you had to, like, name one or two, two, two things you wished they did differently... What do you think those would be? Um, I was actually surprised at how much stuff they did set up early on that was paying off later. Like, stuff that, like, mm-hmm. I knew had kind of been starting to show up before it was really involved. But with this, I was like, oh, boy, that's really early for that thing to be there. So this was actually, like, a really pleasantly surprising listen-through again. But I would say one thing... Sometimes they kind of... Like, their jokes are weirdly crude occasionally in that. This is, uh, one of the plot lines of the show is that, like, the local mayor is kind of a crook. And, like, there's this creepy guy who's, like, trying to date the local librarian who one of the co-hosts has a huge crush on. And so there's bad people in this town that they are trying to work against. But then also there's, like... A one bit where they have a radio commercial from like creepy Carl's candy van 
And it's like, why are you doing both of these? Like, you can't be like, this guy is a serious creep about, like, Greg Frickert, but, like, Creepy Carl just gets to run around town. Like, they try and have it both (laughs) ways, and it's weird, and the show gets better. I I kind of like that. <laughs> you like that it was like a combination of actual problems they are trying to solve and like, oh, that guy's weird. Well, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> j- j- just like I I I think I mentioned I didn't expect it to be as mm-hmm. like centered on comedy as it is and I'm I I think there's a lot of media out there that will shy away from making jokes about certain things cuz it is sensitive topics. Yeah. And yeah, like there are, there's certainly things you don't want to say, mm-hmm. or th- things you don't want to normalize. But I think there, there are ways to broach those topics with comedy, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's often why people go see comedians because, mm-hmm. you, you know, like if if I go to a comedy show and there's jokes that are pr- pr- probably offensive, yeah. I. I don't think I should be offended when that happens because, like, that's kind of what, like, that's what a comedian does. Yeah. To an extent. Not that this show had anything that I thought that was particularly, like, ooh, that could have been really bad. But there's, like, Gwendolyn the racist witch. Yes. Um, there's there's a bunch of like gauge jokes and stuff like that and it, 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 like I I don't felt I I did not feel like they ever came off as predatory. No. They never came off as like oh we actually believe the you know the g- g- jokes that we're making no, here. No, of course these, not. These god gosh darn gay people are ruining America. Yeah. You know, like they 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 never actually presented their material in ways that mm-hmm. I felt like it was offensive or off-putting. I really liked that, but I didn't expect that as, as well. So I was like, oh, they're going there. I was like, okay. Yeah, I think... <laughs> Strap in, let's go. <laughs> I think everything is generally done in pretty good taste, and there's a very positive yeah. attitude behind a lot of things. It's just that as... Because this is a, a real serialized story with, like, real growth, and, like, people that are minorly shady in the beginning become, like, legitimate threats as the show goes on. It's weird that you have, like, a word, the local newscaster who, like, ignores his female partner is, like, a terrible guy, and, like, we are taking him down, but then, like, Chet Sebastian is still Chet Sebastian. Like, yeah. But he grows in some ways. Chet Sebastian's always been a fascinating character to me. He's the guy who runs, like, Chet Sebastian's Jazz Corner. And it's on... He's, he's the radio show right before yes. them. Yeah. And he's, like, super sleazy, but, like, they make a lot of jokes about him being sleazy that seem to mostly come from Sammy and Ben themselves. It's not like they ever have some woman calling in saying, I can't believe you have Chet Sebastian as part of your show every once in a while. Like, he's so terrible to me. Like, they're just making these jokes about him without, like, a lot of anybody else's point of view on it. And also, like, as sleazy as that guy might be, as the show goes on, he becomes, like, so caring and brotherly towards Sammy and Ben to where Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite things the show ever pulls out. Like, 
Awesome. Whenever Chet Sebastian is like, okay, like you guys need help. I'm here to help you. Like I'm your backup. Yeah. Whenever they play that card, I love it. It's just strange that they've got all of this progress in other areas. I mean, like the character's trying to make progress. Like uh, the mayor is a misogynist. We have to take down the mayor. Chet's still right. here being Chet. Like, some so things I, get dramatically progressed, and some things stay the same joke that they were at the beginning of the show. Okay. So, I, I, I think what I'm trying to say, which I did not so eloquently say <laughs> when I was first saying yeah. it. I can word well. Absolutely. Um, uh, is, yeah, like, I, I, I think it's it's better to show both sides of stuff mm-hmm. and 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 then be like hey look this p- p- person is actually wrong yeah. you know just because you think racism is bad or sexism stuff like that doesn't necessarily mean it should be erased completely yeah. from all stories and stuff like that we still might need some of that to teach a certain mm-hmm. lesson of like hey this stuff actually is bad let's not forget that this is b- 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 bad you know and stuff like that let's deal with people like that like here's how you deal with and stuff like that so yeah i i was happy that they left some of that stuff in mm-hmm. and yeah. even if sometimes that juxtaposition of like almost trying to have like dramatic this person needs their problem solved while also comedic up oh, there's that guy causing trouble again in the same episodes even if that's just a little odd sometimes. I do like that this show has this combination of people in the town where it's like, this person is doing something bad and we need to stop them. And yeah. that person did some bad things, but they are learning and they are getting better. And we are going to become, you know, compatriots with them. And also like, mm-hmm. this person frustrates me, but they're my neighbor. What am I going to do? Like, yeah. Cynthia, that that woman like who always calls in like Ben. I can't believe you just said that. Like that lady, she's one of the few characters that I think is the same beginning to end. Cynthia is always exactly <laughs> what you have heard Cynthia doing. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so I I kind of asked asked you mm-hmm. that like what what's the thing that you you might change because I'm. I I think this was since this was one of the first audio dramas I kind of found out yeah. about when I was first looking for them. Um, I I I think it sticks in my head, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's I I think a lot of people are beginning to write off audio dramas that hold uh like specific formats. Okay, yeah, right. Like, oh, it's another one that it's just radio broadcasts. Oh, here's an- 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 another one where it's a fake investigative journalism yeah. thing, you know? Um, And so I know this show has been running for a couple years now, mm-hmm. but I like I'm I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that like how did did do 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 you think the format of the show uh, serves the show well, or could it be served better if they started to break from that? Uh, two things. I think this format does work for this story. Like, we were talking earlier about Ernie Salcedo kind of creeping up as a plot point. 
Nobody's yeah. really talking about him. He's just in commercials. And what this show can do with, like, commercials and sponsor breaks and ads and things like that, yeah. that's tremendous world building. Yeah. And, like, you get so much fantastic. stuff, like, naturally worked in both world building stuff and just, like, weird jokes, like the snakeskin boot warehouse or something like that. We fill your boots with savings. <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, you get all of that in such a natural way where it's not stopping the story because... This is a radio show. Yeah, it is going to stop and have a commercial. So you're never being force-fed exposition and you're never being force-fed jokes because there's a natural outlet for that place to be. And also, the fact that they are radio professionals, I think, works into the plot a lot of the time. Like, it's not just, like, two guys talking for a while and then commercials happen. If they're not happen. in the studio, they're at some local... Yeah. Event and they're the the man on on the scene. Yeah, and like not to keep referencing Night Vale, I only do it because it's another like huge audio drama in the format. A lot of yeah, the format's kind of similar. Like these, Sammy and Ben are broadcasters. They are radio people to like such a stronger degree than like Cecil Palmer is. Mm -hmm. And so I think they they put that radio format to work here. Maybe better yes. than, like, any other audio drama has done. And the second thing I wanted to say is that to kind of tease something that happens, you know, in... This happened in, like, February, I think. This is a fairly recent development in the show. There's okay. an episode where Sammy has a breakdown and gets so upset that he, like, punches out the equipment. And so the... Only the first, like, ten minutes of the episode are a radio broadcast, and the rest of it is just Sammy and Ben alone in the studio, like, oh, the equipment's broken, but Sammy, you're going through something right now, forget the equipment, forget the show, I'm your best friend, I'm just going to talk with you. And it's just them talking as people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the first time it, like, breaks any form of, like, a radio broadcast, be it on, you know, in the studio or out on location or something. That's the okay. first time it breaks that format, and it's this huge, dramatic, like, there's almost no jokes in it. Like, it's just a big, dramatic character episode, and it was Interesting. incredible. Because I'm, I'm torn, because part of me really wants more stuff like that mm -hmm. in this show, because I, I think they have some really fascinating characters. Yeah that I really want to know more about. You're a radio broadcaster. You're new here. You've been here a year now. What else have you done? Like, what's your favorite diner? You know, mm -hmm. what else is going on at the house of Ben? You know, <laughs> has he had more date nights with the librarian? Mm -hmm. Has he started to buy a new collection of books to impress her when <laughs> she finally goes to his house? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I, 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 I want to know more about the characters in a way of like, what is the d drama behind actually making the 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 the, the show? Mm -hmm. What guests have has been tried to book that didn't work out, and what's the stress like with that? You know, um, stuff that wouldn't necessarily be recorded yeah. or on the air yeah. there's like i want more of that but at the same time i think they do the broadcast format so well mm -hmm. that i'm like keep pushing it 
I, I like you guys are doing this really well, but I, I, you, you guys can do more somehow, some way, like, like how, how else can you start pushing this? Because we mentioned, yeah, you, I forget his name, you mentioned him the italian dude oh ernie salcedo i've listened to this yes. show so many times like every minor character's oh, I'm, name I'm is al- like always terrible with <laughs> names i'm awful with names um but yeah i mean just like that whole thing where the the commercials on this show also have their own stories yeah. to them you know like that's fantastic um you know how does the rise of podcasts and YouTube affect the, 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 the show. Maybe there's something that comes yes, up by the way you're acting. There a- is, acting. yes. You are like, actually, like, kind of predicting a lot of things they do. There is um this bit later on, it might be in year two, where... Don't, don't spoil it, don't spoil it. <laughs> well, I'll just say, like, Ben books a podcaster he really looks up to. And Sammy, kind of, like, as a joking thing, is like, podcast? What's that? But also, it's this real character thing of Sammy has a grudge against this woman, and it takes a long time for you to figure out why the two of them don't like each other at all. Okay, yeah, because, like, yeah, I mean, I just, like, I, I, I feel like they can incorporate other ways into the show that wouldn't break the radio yeah. thing um I'm, I'm i'm not sure exactly what i'm sure they could come mm-hmm. up with something good but yeah i like that that's that's the thing that makes me like don't don't show me what it's like off mic stick to this one thing and just fold it and manipulate it and do all of you know do all of that stuff and come up with something we haven't seen yet so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? Good show, though. Yeah. What was your favorite mystery of the first year? Favorite mystery? Um, or it's just like weird supernatural question. It doesn't have to be a for real mystery. It could be like lake monster? Question mark? <laughs> yeah. The lake monster is interesting. I'm still wanting to know what the lights mm-hmm. are. Because obviously the big thing that happens at the end of the, I, I mean I, I i guess if you want to consider that like the end of season one the end of that first year it's that emily gets taken yes. at the end by seemingly the same aliens that took uh what's his tim name Jensen. at the start tim yeah um <laughs> again i'm off names. <laughs> i'm so bad <laughs> um i'm just like that dude what's her butt what's his face Italian guy, um, <laughs> cheerleader, so and so. What's her face? The ugly one. one. Yes, thank you for knowing <gasps> Teen Girl Squad. Of course, um, classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, like I, I, I think that one was nice. I, 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 I kind of want to know more about the aliens. Yeah, what's, what's going on with that? Because that's that's one of the things I kind of remember from Twitter. I it must have been last year or something. Um, I I kind of remember see, seeing something about an episode, and I could be completely wrong and talking out of my ass here about uh, like another alien sighting, and they have to like interrupt the show yeah. 
to like go look out the windows and see what it is or you know something like that so i knew there was some kind of looming alien mm-hmm. threat there and we still don't like I, I feel like that's the one we don't know anything about yet. yeah you learn there's more activity and you know it's never like you get to see inside the spaceship or hi i'm an alien i would like to do an interview please like you never learn that much but there is more drama around that as the show goes okay. on okay Do you think it would benefit the show if we do learn more, or should we not? Because that's the, like, so to take the Walking Dead comics, for example, um, Robert Kirkman, the creator of of those comics, has said he's never going to say how the apocalypse actually happened or like mm-hmm. what this zombie thing is. We don't know if it's a virus or if it's like the like they they all died and came back to to like it started with one person and they came back to life or if it's some biblical thing mm-hmm. or what, you know. Cuz he he said it's that fear of the unknown. Like we don't know what is happening here and I I I guess even to bring it to like batman right we don't know the exact origins of the joker Mm -hmm. there's multiple origins maybe this one is right maybe that one's wrong maybe there's a little bit of all of them in there we don't know and i think that's what makes it really scary but at the same time i know a lot of people who are like they've gone 150 almost 200 issues of that comic and we still don't know anything (laughs) bullshit like why why read that if it's just gonna be these these stupid stories about people and their relationships you know and (laughs) and stuff it's like that's not i'm here to find out what happened you know so like do you think this show would benefit from finding out more about the aliens i it's got such personal importance to some of the characters. Like, I, I mean, I guess this isn't that much of a spoiler. Of course, Emily comes back. You know, she's not gone forever. She's a major character on the show. I and, figured, yeah. Yeah, so she's, she wants to know, why was I taken? Why me? And... I think we all want to know that. Yeah, and so it's a very personal... <laughs> goal of some of these characters to find out more and like not for plot reasons not for mythology reasons but for those characters i want them to know their sanity yeah but that makes sense that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah i like it's i'm i'm again that's another thing i'm kind of torn on because yeah like i want to know what are these aliens Mm -hmm. what are these weird mystical lights i want to know this is spooky unsolved mysteries you know <laughs> like i <laughs> i i i i used to stay up late watching those shows where i was like yeah i saw the ufo <laughs> back in 52 yes. uh the government doesn't want me to uh, say this but uh i was also abducted and you know and like i was sitting there like yeah and then what 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 happened you know <laughs> um 
so I, I I feel like I'm a sucker for that stuff of of just like how how ridiculous can they get with with this alien story? Yes. <laughs> um, and who knows? Like maybe towards the end of this series run, however long into the future that might be, they did say yeah. at the end of their most recent episode, which was like the third year mark. Like they did three years, and they're like, okay, now we're taking a mm-hmm. hiatus for a little bit. They're like, you've just heard the end of what we'll call phase one. So I don't think this is wrapping up anytime soon. But whoever knows, years from now, it would be interesting if, like, the alien stuff, like, drama-wise was settled. And then it was like, all right, and then we've got uh, KLX-9 here in the studio with us (laughs) (laughs) to do, like, as a final, like, cap to the thing. Just like, and here's the wacky side of it. Because I think the show does moderate its tone very well like i don't think it's ever become like oh i don't think that's the right place for a joke or i don't think that's the right place for a dramatic moment like i think it knows when to hit each beat that it wants to hit each note yeah yeah i i would agree with that did 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 you have a favorite character (sighs) ah i always See, this is something I was picking up on, I think, the first time I listened through the series. And I'm curious if you picked up on it, too. Did you spend time thinking about how little we know about Sammy? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Because that was something that was on my mind as I was originally listening through the, sh- listening through the show the first time. Like, oh, we find out things about Ben. Like, he mentions his mom and, like... You know, these are his goals. We don't you know, really he know wants to... anything about Sammy. Maybe he's an <laughs> alien, and his radio show is the signal beacon to the other aliens. I mean, the aliens didn't show up until Sammy started his radio show. <laughs> I don't know. You eventually you do learn Sammy. It's not like some writerly oversight. Like, oh, whoops, we forgot to make up a backstory for him. It's Sammy has been. L- seriously purposefully like hiding things about his past and later on you find out what they are and why he kept them so private and why he came to king falls specifically when he did okay and so sammy is your favorite i found him the most intriguing the first time i listened through this series because i kept expecting to learn more about him and i didn't and i'm like what why don't, why doesn't he say anything about his past? Like, I have to, can I have some nugget of something? And it took so long to figure out, oh, I think I know why he's so tight-lipped about anything else he's done, like, before he set foot in this city. That makes sense. So, he's just been a character that's always drawn a lot of my attention. But I don't know, I think it's a real two-handed show, but I think just because Sammy does have this kind of secrecy to him the more emotional heart of the show is ben yeah yeah i i i, I think i like ben mm-hmm. so far as my favorite um j- just because he k- kind of is the opposite like he's the anchor of like i've been here in king yes. falls for a while uh, when a cer- when certain people call and he goes, oh, we should hang up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like hang up the phone right now. <laughs> You're breaking up. Can't hear you. Like he he's doing stuff 
like that and I, I it was in the last like five or six episodes when Gwendolyn starts yes. to call in and we don't even hear her voice speak yet but we hear the music yes in the, background <laughs> the twinkly fairy music call and he just goes oh no <laughs> like he knows exactly who it is without them speaking and my first thought like once that started happening was like how did how does he know her? <laughs> like, what? Because when 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 you don't know that she is a quote unquote witch, yes. Um, like my 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 first couple thoughts was yeah, like how does he know her? What is she? What is her job? What is her profession? Like, is this like some kind of weird ex girlfriend? Is this like? the 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 stripper that he used to go see all the time at the local strip club and who knows like something bad happened there and he doesn't want to talk with her like how like what is going on here that just immediately without her even talking he knows and he's just like oh no like just stone cold like we need to hang up now and then like as they start talking he's like Remember when I told you to hang up? <laughs> I, I, I think Gwendolyn is a really neat meeting between the social strife and the supernatural strife that this show is dealing with. Like a, like Greg Frickert is a, a jerk, but it's not like Greg Frickert has magic powers. And, you know, the aliens are spooky, but it's not like the aliens are also prejudiced. Like, I think the one place those things cross over is Gwendolyn yeah. the Racist Witch. <laughs> she's such a bizarre, over-the-top character, and she's acted so well. Like, just, like, that actress's yeah. voice and her performance and the little, like, twinkly fairy music that comes up whenever she's around. Like, it's weird to say I enjoy her because she is such a, like, her principles are so despicable, but just, what did, like, she's so weird. I kind of admire that they went for a character as bizarre as Gwendolyn. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's one of those odd, odd things of, you're right, I shouldn't like her because she's racist, but I kind of like her because she's so weird yeah. and bizarre. Like, why did, like... It's just so over the top that, it, like, you you can't help but look away. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, this isn't. I wouldn't call this a spoiler. More of like a fun tease. There's a Christmas episode where she she actually puts her witch magic to use. She casts a spell and makes it a musical episode. <laughs> and she's just there as this like tiny bookend at the beginning and the end. Like she's not doing any crazy mean stuff to anybody she's That's fantastic she just like waves her wand and everybody starts singing and it's such an in incredibly done musical episode kyle <laughs> that's awesome that's that's becoming a trope of audio dramas now like in anime you have the hot springs episode <laughs> yeah you know there now now there has to be a musical episode of audio dramas and some tv shows now too mm -hmm. uh they they did one on the flash and super girl because they both of those actors were on glee oh. before that so every, every everyone was like they can sing right what if they go to a world where everything is done in musicals 
<laughs> there is that um, Batman villain, the Music Meister. Yeah, actually, I think that was the villain that kind of started all of course. There. Like, who else is gonna do it? Captain Cold Anyways. doesn't sing. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, like they they there's a, a I I think just a, a great cast of characters that are all acted really well. Yeah, I I kind of hesitated to say that not because they're acted bad, but because I think it's it's purposefully done over the top right yeah there are which for audio dramas most of the time you kind of have to do that yeah there's certain stories that that that's not really appropriate mm-hmm. but i think like i i guess for what more people might know is like the difference between a movie like what you go see in like a movie theater versus like a play yeah. that you go see on stage right those stage actors have to speak louder, be a little bit more bombastic, and mm-hmm. move d- more dramatically, yeah. and be more dynamic, and do <laughs> what I'm doing with my voice. You know, <laughs> um, and that's you know that's because if if it's not a movie, you can't necessarily get those up c- close moments with the characters. You can't mm-hmm. catch the under the breath comments and stuff like that. So they they kind of have to find their work around. Mm-hmm. And this being only an auditory medium, right? It's not visual. It's kind of the same thing. We 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 can't see their reactions. We can't, we can't uh like they say 80% of communication is done with the mm-hmm. eyes. Um and I mean, it's kind of the same thing. So they have to play it up to for you to really understand the emotion or the angst or the drama yeah. or the comedy behind that stuff. And so it's one of those things. If if you're not really used to audio dramas, I think it's like, oh, this is kind of cheesy and over the top. It's obviously fake and stuff like that, you know. But then I I I think once you kind of understand that, it's like, oh, yeah. These guys are fantastic. Mm. They're having a lot of fun. This is so g- yeah. good. And like so. As the show gets more dramatic as it goes on, like the kind of subtlety in the dramatic acting increases a lot. I think the actors who play Ben and Emily have gotten some sort of like podcasting award for like audio drama acting, and I think they definitely yeah. deserve it. Those characters um, go through a lot. I, I think what else is neat that I think they did with the characters, and I would do this too uh-huh. if I was making my own story or stuff like that. I would pick characters from other stories that I like and just kind of like mix and match them into yeah. my own story. And I think his name is Gunderson. Oh. What's his name? Troy. Oh, oh okay. Is okay. Gunderson name? is the sheriff who we don't meet in year one. But yeah, the um, their local deputy, Deputy Troy Krieghauser, who's like, boy, is, it's hot. Is that the guy? There's, there, there is one who's a cop. I, or I believe he's a yeah, cop. Yeah, he's the local you know, police deputy who's just sort of like that kind of goofy, charming, like Mayberry sort of man. He yeah he he reminds me of the uh I, I don't know ranks not the assistant co- co- cop 
That'd be weird if we had assistant, assistant cops. <laughs> I am an assistant cop. I'm not listening to you. You're only an assistant. <laughs> um, he reminds me of, and I, I, again, I don't know the name because I'm terrible with names. The assistant cop from Twin Peaks. Okay. Yeah. You, Was and, that and, yeah, Harry you know exactly. Truman? Isn't, wait, is, <sighs> is Harry the main cop? He, it's not the main cop, but it's be. the one... It's the one who, like, yeah. doesn't like seeing blood and the receptionist and yeah. him kind of have a thing. Yeah, I haven't watched Twin Peaks, at, Twin Peaks in, like, a decade, so. I spot on yeah. that same type of I'm sure that's it. And I was just like, bravo, this is amazing. I love that you're, like, you have that character. You have the the Italian, like, mobster mm-hmm. gangster dude who's doing his godfather thing, you know. Um, yeah, just, it's, it's fantastic to see all these different characters. Yeah. Um, and like, there's so, and I'm I'm sure (laughs) other people could be like, oh, the, the news, the weatherman from the, the radio station that they don't like, or the, the TV channel that they, they don't like. That guy reminds me of this guy from that movie and stuff like that. It's just, I, it, it like. To me, that helps audio dramas yeah. come t- to life because I then have a visual reference mm-hmm. for them, right? Of like, oh, it's like this ca- character from this one m- m- movie or this one TV show yeah. and stuff like that. So. <laughs> when I first started yes. listening to the show, I think was when season two of Daredevil like had just hit Netflix. And so I had been rewatching. Season three is about to hit. Yeah. I think when this co- comes out, it should be out the same weekend. Oh boy. What do you know? But I, I had been Sorry. rewatching season one and then I watched all of season two and then I was listening to this. And because it was just so close together, like in my mind, like Ben has always looked like Foggy Nelson. And like huh. Sammy has also always looked kind of like Matt Murdock. I don't know if that's what I envisioned. Like, I don't think I would have come up with that if those things but hadn't I, happened to me the I, same week. I, I I can see the connection between Ben and Foggy of just like <laughs> Foggy is the emotional character. Like he's he's the anchor. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you hurting everyone? What is that? What's going on? Yeah. We can't be friends anymore, yeah. you know? Um <laughs> uh but I, yeah, I I I love Poggy mm-hmm. in in those shows, so I I can see that. I don't know if that's what I saw. What did I see them as visually? That's an interesting qu- question. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That I I I I I don't know if I have a set one for and, those characters. And like nobody's really got any physical descriptors yet, and the, you don't really get any as the show goes on. I think. Like, you learn about Ben that he's Jewish and he's very short and that Sammy has, like, a man bun. And that's that's what you know about them. And that's it. <laughs> Interesting. So now I'm thinking of, like, a skinnier version of Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Sammy could be a Hemsworth. Yeah. Just, like, in an unknown Hemsworth brother with a man <laughs> Another bun. one walked out of the outback. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle, this is 
not really related to the topic at hand, but can I tell you one of the proudest moments of my entire life? Absolutely not. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. What, what, is, what has made <laughs> Melissa the proudest? I, in her short time on the planet Earth. I work in academic publishing, and at my office, uh, now I work in journals, but I used to work in textbook composition, and I was the youngest person that, in the department by decades. Like, the youngest person there after me was probably, like, 45. And we're working on this science textbook, this high school science textbook, and in this chapter about genetics, it's talking about familial resemblance. And as an example, it's got Chris and Liam Hemsworth. Like, let's look at these two famous brothers. But the... Specimens. Specimens. <laughs> if you're going to have to look at someone for this whole chapter, look at these two. Mm -hmm. But the caption <laughs> had their names flipped around. Like, Chris was labeled as Liam and Liam was labeled as Chris. And I'm like, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm, like, the one young 20-something in the department who's seen all the Marvel movies and nobody else has. Th if I wasn't here, this textbook would go to print with their names flipped around. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, I would be the one, like, let's leave it in. And then leave like some like footnote or something in it, and, like like have some kind of contest. Like first, people <laughs> to write in with the you know with the mistake in this chapter get uh, free t tickets to Thor Five. Mm. You know, <laughs> textbook companies don't have that kind of spare money, Kyle. Whatever, hire me. <laughs> I know how to make you more money. I bet you could. I bet you could put together a, like, when podcasting is, like, a serious, like, college class, not, like, from a technical standpoint, like, you're an mm. audio engineer, but just, like, podcast studies, like, Kyle, you could just make that textbook. There you go. It, it wouldn't be a textbook, though. That's the thing. <gasps> it would be a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, so, I, I, again, now we're way off, yep. off topic here, but I've always wanted someone to make an audio drama about making audio dramas. Yes. That would be fantastic. I, I did an old episode of uh, what was the Whatnots mm -hmm. podcast, which is unfortunately no longer available on iTunes, but hopefully one day in the near future will be available on our website, mm -hmm. thewhatnots.com. Yeah. Uh, we did an episode on Shirobako, which is an anime about making anime. Ooh. And it was amazing. It was so good. It was so in insightful because <laughs> that's, that's something that I don't know. Like, what is the process involved? Like, what's it like to be uh, an anime hater? Do you have to work with multiple studios? Yeah. Who's the liaison be between these <laughs> these two? And it was a fantastic show. It was hilarious. It was heartfelt. I cried at the Aww. end. It was great because uh, it's it's about these five girls who are in call in their college and they start like an anime club about like we want to make anime for our j jobs. And so they uh they they make one as their like final project and then they all go off and they get real jobs 
and they all like one day their goal is to all work together Aww. on an anime and they finally do oh, it it's amazing they do. um but mm-hmm. but yeah like i i would want to see an audio drama about making an audio drama yeah. it's like like how how do you get sponsors how do you hire actors like what what is it have you ever stayed up so late that you're yelling at people like, there's so much yeah. drama behind the scenes I, I don't think we see uh and i know and you guys have a secret slack channel I've I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I know it exists. I I I am just I'm not invited to sit at the cool kids table because no one has hired me Ugh. as a voice actor yet. You could do it. Um. Yeah. Do it. No. Anyways, back to King Falls. Yes. Am. Yes. Um. What if if people enjoyed this? What else would you recommend? I think in obvious one is night veil yeah Uh, but what else is out there that you might give to them to be like hey you might like this uh in terms of other audio dramas there's night veil wolf 359 i think has got that same sort of starts out kind of wacky with like more dramatic plot overtones and that get ends mm -hmm. up getting like 80 drama 20 comedy at the very end but yeah that's another one of like the strongest podcasts I've heard. I think Wolf Three Fifty Nine. Um, for just other yeah. stories that kind of have the same vibe, I already recommended this like a month ago. But still, like, go watch Gravity Falls. <laughs> it's just, interesting. It's just about a spooky little forested town and some people spooky trying death. just trying to survive and like solve mysteries and live their normal lives and fall in love and be families interesting we did an episode of the review show a while back on another audio drama that you recommended called the fearsome morning yes and i would actually recommend that Good. that was it it, it seemed Kind of like a smaller production. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they're still making that show or not. No. Um, I, I, I don't think they they are, but uh, I think we listened to, what, the first eight episodes? Yeah, I, everything is that they, all that's out? Yeah, everything they had, which was like eight or ten episodes. And it's it's a similar thing in that they're, like, the main character, I guess, uh, just became an assistant. Uh, to this guy who makes a radio show mm-hmm. um TV and show. yes tv show like some big um, like like morning, morning talk, talk show, show deal yeah thing. yeah um and he kind of sends these audio messages back mm-hmm. home c- kind of updating his parents on everything that's happening and stuff like that uh and so th- th- that's how the show is framed but it's the same type of like over the top yeah. bombastic not not in the like surreal almost there's aliens or stuff like mm-hmm. but it's it's just like this is completely ridiculous i i didn't know that you know this guy considers himself the 15th sexiest man <laughs> in the world you know and, and it, it's 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 that same type of comedy um which i i happen to really enjoy mm-hmm. 
Oh, so I would recommend that. And another as, as thing, well. like this doesn't have anything to do with the supernatural, but if you like stories that have a lot of like weird small town quirks and just like wacky characters that wander in and out and you've got mm-hmm. plenty of laughs, but also like you have an emotional heart to something and it can get like very high stakes and very emotionally intense. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. have you ever seen the Gilmore Girls? I have not. It's it's a show I have been slowly working my way through. I love it. I'm not like begrudgingly working my way through it. It's just like I know a lot of people really love that show. I have a lot of other things that keep me busy. I otherwise I would have had this devoured by now. It's so charming. It's just it's wall to wall charm. So if you've tried yeah. this and you're like, I don't like aliens, but I want like the romance and the friendship and just like the wacky townspeople. Yeah. That's what a Gilmore Girls is for. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good to mm-hmm. me. Uh, hey, just a quick update. You have a very poor internet connection. <gasps> or one of us does. I can hear you. Oh. Your camera has Oh, froze. God, that frozen face looks so ugly. <laughs> Um, oh, there I am. Am I back? Am I pretty? Yes, you sound a lot better. Definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I guess getting back to the end mm-hmm. of this show. Um, yeah, I, I, I think those are all great recommendations that people should go check out. Obviously, there's a lot more of King Falls yes. AM for people to go check out there's... as well. I think they're on, like, episode 70, 80-something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's 75 um, plus, like, a couple assorted little, like, bonus episodes. Okay, sounds mm-hmm. good. Uh, so we, we did, like, the first third of phase yeah. one, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go, go check out the show, especially if you made it this far in and haven't seen it yet shame on you but also (laughs) not because thanks for hanging out with us um anyways i guess it is my turn to pitch some stuff yes this week i'm excited what have you got uh so let me pull up my notes here i got three things i have a manga and two animes both are very very short um so the first one the manga uh is called dororo d-o-r-o-r-o okay i recognize that name uh not to be confused with (laughs) dororo which is (laughs) d-u-r-a-r this is dororo yes I believe is how it's pronounced. It's it's a manga by Osamu Tezuka. Oh yes, uh, who is I know him. Often referred to as the grandfather of manga, uh, very very influential c- creator, um, and the creator of Astro Boy. Most people might recognize him if they at least saw him. If they don't mm-hmm. recognize him by name, anyways, this is about. Um, it, well, it, it it follows two young boys. One of the boys is the son of a Japanese ruler who uh, basically gave his kid up to a bunch of demons. Oof. 
and was like, look, I will give you all the body parts of my son if you like let me rule J- Japan. So that's what happens. He tosses the kid in the river because he feels like he doesn't really need the kid. Uh, and then someone else finds him and raises him and gives him uh, like cybernetic limbs or prosthetics yeah. <laughs> the camera froze again it, it it did um yeah so he ends like the boy mm-hmm. ends up living and he has all these prosthetic wow. limbs and then he meets this young thief named dororo uh and together they go traveling japan trying to hunt down these demons that all his body parts were sold to so as he kills all these demons, he gets his body parts back. Uh, and it's pretty short. I think it's only uh, like 19 or so okay. chapters. Um, it's, I mean, it's it's a good size for like 19 chapters, but it, you know, it's, 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 it's a good, good, okay. good chunk. Uh, but that is the entire story mm-hmm. as well. Um, and pitch yes. number two is an anime that's 13 episodes long called the devil is a part oh i've heard of this i've i've seen it on like netflix or hulu or something and i've always skipped over it because it's one of those ones that this just looks so ridiculous <laughs> and stupid. however i finally read what the plot was or like what the synopsis is and it's basically what if satan is transformed into a human and has to find a job to survive so he works at mcdonald's (laughs) making minimum wage (laughs) yes that's it the devil is a part-timer uh supposedly it's kind of like a comedy slice of life thing uh and i guess dives into the woes of working minimum Mm. wage who knows? Um, so yeah, that is an, an interesting <laughs> one. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm gonna pick something I normally yeah, really good uh, for for these these ones. Um, I, I mean, I I I would read Osamu Tezuka. I love his stuff. Uh, but these the the two anime that I have here are stuff that I normally wouldn't watch. So pitch mm-hmm. number three is called monthly. Girls's Nozaki Kun. Did you say I, I think there's girls's... a Japanese name there that I monthly girls's Nozaki Kun, like plural possessive of girls. Okay, girls's so G I R L S apostrophe. That one is twelve episodes, and this is a romantic comedy about a high school about a high school girl who has a crush on a guy, and she finally gets the nerve to tell him, but he completely misreads the situation, and he thinks that she is a fan of the comics that he so he thinks that she's asking for his autograph his autograph so he gives her an autograph and it she ends up somehow helping him to make more manga and all of this stuff and it's this big mis 
understanding of like, oh, oh God, how do I tell him this is not what I want? Oh my God. <laughs> um, so yeah, monthly girls is Nozaki Kun. <gasps> and so to, to I, I guess just go mm-hmm. back through all of my, my stuff where everyone listening there, pitch number one is Dororo by Osamu Tezuka. Pitch number two is The Devil is a Part-Timer, which is a 13-episode anime. I'm not sure who directed, wrote, produced all that stuff. We'll let you know next week. Uh, and same thing for pitch number three, Monthly Girls is Nozaki-kun, 12 episodes. What's on your mind? <laughs> what are you thinking? Which one makes the cut? Which ones do not? You know I love romance. And you know I love weird supernatural things breaking into mundane everyday life. But I've never read Osama Tezuka before, and I think it's about time I did that. So I want to pick Dororo. Yes, Dororo. I think it should be interesting because, yeah, there's like samurai and demons and a boy with a cybernetic, I guess not cybernetic, who knows, um, but it should be interesting. And Osamu Tezuka always had a very Disney-like yes. style. Like, very, 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 very early Disney style. Um, and his comics are usually often very self-aware, Ooh. too. Or at least the ones that I've read. So they, 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 they're pretty funny at, t- nice. at times, too. So this should be good. I'm excited to yeah. check it out. Um, I believe that is it. We mentioned our yep. Patreon, patreon.com slash the whatnots, a single dollar. You can give us all your money. You can lose your, your house. You don't have to pay your rent. You can pay we'll us instead. Because uh, that is, yeah, you, you don't have a house. <laughs> um, y- you can help our show g- grow and continue to make bigger and better yes. content. That way you can get our episodes early. Melissa. Where can they find you on the inter- the internet? I am on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And I don't pitch this every week, just whenever I feel like it's relevant. I have a tabletop RPG podcast. It's called, well, I, yes, I don't do. have it. My friend has it and I'm just on it. Uh, it's called The Lost Library and the Primary Campaign. The first one we started with is a Monster of the Week campaign. That's the name of the game. Not like metaphorically, like that colloquial saying, but just that that is what the game is called. And the campaign is called Grayscale, <laughs> and it is also about spooky happenings in a tiny town. So if you want more of that, and you also want to hear my voice some more, uh, you can go listen to me play that. And I fight werewolves and I save gargoyles, all kinds of things. There you go. Good stuff. I've actually changed my internet handles crazy in 2018 um there was the whole the you know when we all first signed yeah. up for aol instant messenger and stuff we used all these pseudonyms because we didn't know who was out yeah. there trying to steal our identity <laughs> yes um and then with like the rise of youtube mm-hmm. and like the influencer and stuff like that they're like no use your actual name so you can build your personal brand and stuff like that uh well by time i figured that out someone already had kyle springer but they did not have yo kyle springer (laughs) so if you want to yell at me 
on the inter and on the internet. You can yell at me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. I just made a personal Instagram for myself, which is very lame and boring I, right now, but it will. Get I like it. I'm a fan. Well, thank you. I have five pictures <laughs> as of right now. That's great. Uh, and then if you guys want more updates about uh, what we are up to here on the Whatnots uh, for the review show or any of our other shows, you can follow us on Twitter at the Whatnots. Uh, and I, of course, you can go to our website, thewhatnots.com. We mentioned most of all of this yeah. stuff. We're just repeating ourselves at this <laughs> point. Wrap it up. Let's finish it. Take it away, All Melissa. right. Thanks to everybody for joining us. The live stream was not working this week, but you can catch us well, again well. next week. We will be talking about Dororo, and we hope you can listen in, join the conversation, or just come in and say hi Absolutely. to us. Yes. All right. L let us know your thoughts. We would love to hear what you guys mm -hmm. thought. This has been The Review Show, and I've been Melissa Wilkinson. And I'm Kyle Springer. All right. Have a great night, everyone. Stay safe from aliens. <laughs> Bye.